You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Talk about this like the past two weeks. I meant to bring it up. Billy Mitchell. I thought you were saying Billy Madison. Fucking Billy Mitchell. Favorite man. Adam Sandler movie. Posted this on your wall on Facebook. Not even a response. Did you? Yeah, dude. I get so many notifications, and I've had the same. You're conversation very popular. You're so the, popular. With the little misses over here. It's not that. No, it's not that. It's all like, oh, somebody has invited you to Candy Crush. Oh, somebody has liked. I didn't invite you to Candy Crush. I posted a story about Billy Mitchell. On I know, your but wall. I can't. I can't um, separate. Do you see that the, though? The all of his the, records. Yeah, all null, of his null and void. and he is verboten from uh, submitting or from getting another. Yeah. What, what's the What's the gatekeeper? The uh, the ones who oh uh, decide, Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies. He can't submit there anymore. So this isn't like something that he can get back. Jenna, you, you have no idea what we're talking about. Did you ever see the King of Kong? I, oh, I've seen it, but uh, I've been. Fantastic. Trying to show it to her because she'd be all about it. She yeah. loves her some Donkey Kong. Um, and yeah, just a great documentary. Great uh-huh. characters. Um, and apparently, it's the documentary was kind of what got the ball rolling on people like investigating this a little bit further. Oh yeah, and going like, wait a minute, that Just was kind of like weird. The JFK assassination. Yeah, this is the Zapruder film of video game. <laughs> video game lore. That's right. Uh, but yeah, dude, Billy Mitchell. Poor it's Billy so Mitchell. it's oh. so funny going back and watching that movie because I, I watched it again recently. I, I do you it. have it, uh-huh. dude? Fucking bring it over, please. I've been trying sure. to find it somewhere. Yeah, or, I, don't I think I've got a little bit of a scratch on the disc though because it freezes up at one point. Oh no. And so I was like, oh, God, is there any Much way to like save this? Billy Mitchell's uh, VHS tapes. <laughs> There's tapes. a glitch. <laughs> so, dude, but there DVD. are so many quotes in there that you're like, where Billy Mitchell talks about, like, you know, it's one thing to uh, to to claim you got a record <laughs> right. and, and not earn it honestly, but it's even worse to have earned a record and not give that person the due credit. Mm-hmm. And that whole documentary is just like, it's about him not giving this fucking guy his proper due. Of course. Uh, and then he's got like, if I have so many balls swinging in my direction. The irony. So many things going my way. Man, there's got to be someone out there with the screws being put to him. <laughs> uh, man, I should try losing sometime. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, <laughs> he's so smug. He's so, but I love it. Listen now. to our Pixels episode from a few months ago, January 2018 now. Yeah. Um, where we talked about the Peter Dinklage character, which was basically... Totally Billy Mitchell. Ta- uh, yeah, take off. A send-off, if you will, yeah. of the Billy Mitchell. Uh, so, yeah, I'd been meaning to talk to you about that because I thought maybe you'd have something really profound to say about it. I don't, except... You don't. That, uh, you, you don't. It's, it's nice to see someone get their comeuppance, even yeah. if it is what, 10, 15 years later. When did that documentary come out? That, it came out... Yeah, I think you're right. It's about been 10, a while. 10, 12 years. Or Steve Wiebe, still probably teaching young minds and but uh, playing Donkey Kong he, in his he garage. He now has been... He has been granted... He is the first person to score over a million points on Donkey Kong. But it's a moot point because somebody else has now come in, right, and taken right. the... But <laughs> so nobody can take away the fact that he was the first one to do it. That's true. That's, That's pretty right. great. Um, so there's that. So the controversy was that Billy Mitchell was using emulators, right? Was yeah. playing Donkey Kong. On like, an emulator. Not on a uh, not an actual cabinet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and also t- doctoring footage. He was doctoring well, footage. Well, that is the more uh, egregious of the sins. But yeah. still, uh, the whole emulator thing, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I get it. Right, but you, there's no way to truly verify. If you're ver- you're throwing, the, you're sending these scores in, yeah. and you're sending this footage in, there's no way to verify that you didn't cut the footage together. And the fact is that he could have just said, 
yeah, I play it on a, an emulator because there is a whole other category oh, for, really? for records, but on an emulator machine, no. not an actual not arcade for cabinet. Him. He needs to be uh, the actual yeah. the winner. Um, there's this guy named Steve Sanderson mm-hmm. who originally, when they f- they first met back in like 1984 Who's or something. Now? He and Billy Mitchell? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they first met in 1984, like a, a Time or a Life magazine shoot mm-hmm. where it was like these guys and like this, the records they held on video games. And at the time, I think Billy Mitchell had the score on Centipede. Yep. And this guy, Steve Sanderson, he lied about his score and was the best Donkey Kong player in the world. And when they met... Uh, Billy Mitchell was like, you know what? I think what you're saying is bullshit, uh, and I challenge you to a game. Oh, the irony! And so they, they he challenged him, and Billy Mitchell like wiped the floor with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, played really well, and got the guy to admit, like, yeah, I lied about my score. Mm. Uh, and it's really funny because you see that relationship between the two of them in this movie about like you know how Billy Billy made him a better person, and this guy went on to be a lawyer. And I'm like, oh wow, well that's funny. <laughs> it's kind of a lateral move, but it is it is interesting in this documentary to see all these people that back Billy Mitchell, like some of them kind of jumping the fence and going like, hey, dude, no, you're wrong. Like, what you're doing to this guy is totally wrong. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, so, yeah, King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. History will not be kind. No, it won't. It, it already wasn't. It hasn't. <laughs> it <been>. already <laughs> wasn't. Uh, I mean, they always say, like, with a documentary, it, you know, you, you have to try to stay uh, unbiased. But there's definitely a slant on, on I think that's King an of Im- Kong. I think that's an impossible task. Because yeah. even if you're... Even if you shoot all the footage, somebody still has to edit it together, and you've got to find the story in there. And yeah. so you're going to delete stuff, or at least not use stuff that doesn't make your case. Not make your case. See, that makes it sound more nefarious. Yeah, but you know what? I you got to find a narrative in there. What I find interesting about documentaries, and especially like like documentaries like The King of Kong, or I don't know if you've ever seen this one called Wordplay about Ooh, the competitive. The kids? Yeah, the, no, the competitive. Uh, um, crossword puzzle players. Oh, I'm thinking of the Spelling Bee one. No, I haven't seen that one. That's a great one. Wordplay is really good, though. And I've seen that one. It, 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 it fascinates me, the fact that these documentary filmmakers decide to start filming a project, and it's that, that weird serendipity involved where it's like, wow, they caught kind of lightning in a bottle. Like, I have to imagine that there are a million other documentary programs out there, like documentary projects, <laughs> where they that chose, don't get any traction at all. the wrong person. Because they never get... Anything. Hoop Dreams. You ever see Hoop Dreams? No. That was one where... Is that the one where Leonardo yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio gets like... Ass- no, that, no, this is a documentary. That's Basketball Leonardo Diaries. Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm thinking about Basketball Diaries. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Leonardo's not a real person. Gotcha. Well, he is a real the, person. The, 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 the Ninja Turtle. Not a basketball player. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Leonardo's real, man. Leonardo's real. Uh, what else is going on? I went and saw The Doctor. Went and saw Doctor yes. B. Yes. What is the update? I am on pins and needles, as I'm sure our listeners are. Um. So, it turns out... Mm. <laughs> They don't do labs in the afternoon, and that's when I had made my appointment for the very next day. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you should. It's a scare. It was at 3 p.m., and apparently they don't do labs in the afternoon, so we had to make an appointment. So I go Friday uh, to one of those Quest places to get my blood work and stuff done. Oh, and fun. They did the EKG. There's nothing wrong with my heart. Oh, uh, that's good. Uh, there's nothing, I guess there's nothing wrong with my brain. Uh, well, <laughs> well, out of the ordinary. It's debatable. As listeners exactly. to this podcast, my brain. Test. Um <laughs> My uh, my my a a one c numbers are high. I don't know what that the is. Diabetes oh. numbers. That, uh, yeah. So it, your normal levels you're supposed to be about around seven under seven. Okay. I'm at like a little over ten. Oh, you're an overachiever. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations. Uh, I've got to work on that. Uh, and it, and it did trying to help. get it up. Today, trying to get the, your numbers the up. The diet today did not help. Um, yeah, well, let's see. Well, I got to see a little McDonald's. Uh, yeah, my soda sitting yeah, over there. My soda. I got my my Dr Pepper. Um, 
So we've got to work on that. But we've got some some new medications coming in. Unfortunately, the medications that he's put me on that have really shown results and helped me in the past mm-hmm. are super fucking expensive. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, the good stuff always is, Jim. Yeah, dude. Uh, it First costs, one's always free. It costs way too much for me to live. Mm-hmm. It, I, it's too expensive for me to live. Well, <laughs> you sound like a like a Japanese businessman. You're just going <laughs> to commit Sudoku and... Uh, uh, Sudoku. Sudoku. I'm going to play a little Sudoku. I'm going to commit Sudoku. <laughs> uh, leave it all to your wife and daughter. Yeah. That would no, probably please, be better. Please don't. Please don't. Uh, that, but that's been the thing. Like the last couple times that I go to the doctor, now they do like a mental health screening, mm-hmm. and they ask you a bunch of questions. Oh, great! And <laughs> I guess I answer them just the right way for people to come <laughs> in and go. Let's talk about this a little bit more, more the wrong way. So, what do you think is going on? And you know, I talked about like how I'm dealing with a lot of anger issues and stuff right now, and and have been for a while. Uh, you seem like such a jovial person, though, especially on the I am, with the people that I with the people I love, the people I care about. Like I try to be jovial, Pagliacci. but I'm uh, Pagliacci. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shoot electricity <laughs> out of my nose. <laughs> Do you choo choo choose me? <laughs> uh, no, so but no, I, I um to to get real for a little bit here. Uh, mm. I I have a lot of resentment towards nothing in particular. Okay. Um, just life in general. A lot of a lot of anger. Uh, if you were to talk to my doctor, uh, he would tell you, and I I'm probably don't disagree, uh, that I am still uh, half a decade later still dealing with the loss of my mother. Well, of course, and that is uh, that'll never go away. It, yeah, exactly. It never does. Uh, and it's been it's been particularly hard. Uh, in in the past couple of years, uh, I've had to say goodbye to a lot of things that I've associated with her. Uh-huh. I think one of the most difficult things was uh, when my car broke down a year ago. Oh. It was her car. Oh, and it was kind of like all that I had. Everything slowly being yeah, taken away. Everything slowly kind of being taken away. Yeah. And uh, and that, that hurt. I mean, I, I know most people should just be like, man, it's a car. It's our, it's a no. car. No. But like that was, I felt Dude. like I sat in that seat and that was the seat she sat in. And yeah. like that's kind of like, you know, I have a check, a birthday check, the last check that uh, has my mom's handwriting on it. That uh-huh. she, every every year they would always, oh, here's twenty five dollars, go do whatever. Yeah, never cashed it, never will, because yeah. I'm gonna hold on to that. It's hard, man. Yeah, I um, I find myself getting bummed out when Harper does something awesome, and I, I, I feel like Ugh. there's a subconscious part of me that like is like stores that nugget away and thinks, oh, I can't wait to tell mom about that. Right. And then that sobering moment comes at you like it, you know, it, for me, it happens when Sarah and I are sitting on the couch and we're watching TV and the day finally catches up with me and I fall asleep. And then it's that moment when I kind of wake up from wherever, whatever I'm sleeping, you know, whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. I wake up and Sarah's kind of getting her stuff together and she's going into the bedroom and I like to give her some lead time before I follow her in there because I know I snore horribly right now. <laughs> uh, and that that's that's hard for her to, to relax when that happens but it's in that moment that everything kind of like I, I i have that sobering realization that like oh no you're not going to get the chance mm-hmm. you don't get to share those things you don't get to say those things that moment when you first wake up from either a dream or a nightmare can be the best feeling or the worst feeling uh-huh. like have you ever had a nightmare where everything's going wrong or you're being yeah. chased by cops or something a, a, a little more realistic yeah and then you realize oh it was just a dream. Thank yeah. God I have a chance to... Nope. And then this and then, is one of those things where you wake up and you're like, oh, no, this is reality. This is reality. Uh, and yeah, I, I will wake up You know, along those lines. I'll have uh, several times, so many times, I'll have dreams that like, you know, she shows up. And it's like, 
it's the most natural thing in the world that my mother who's passed away has now come to visit so we can kind of chat about things. And then you wake up and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. That's not the world we live in. That's, yeah. And that's that's hard. Uh, circling it back around, that that is contributing quite a bit to what's been going on with me mm. for the past few years, you know? And so there's anger, there's resentment, there's... Um, I, I, I don't know how, what other words to put it in, but I do know that like there, there is a deep, uh, sorrow and, and self-loathing that kind of goes along with it. Now, why that though? Why, I don't, why I, I don't project know. it back on yourself? I don't know. Hmm. Um, you know, unresolved issues, uh, mm-hmm. as Sarah would put it when we talk about it, that it's just, I'm kind of dealing with unresolved issues when it comes to that. Um, the, when the weekend my mother went into the hospital was Mother's Day weekend, uh, mm-hmm. and they had her kind of hopped up on pain meds and stuff. At that point, it was we we were all well aware that it was just make her comfortable right. until you know sure. until it comes. And she was kind of doped up, and we had everybody there, like all the people that were closest to her, all my closest friends, her friends, her family. You know, we were there. Um, one of the reasons why I just cannot handle hearing Abba's Dancing Queen is because that was my mother's favorite song uh, and she asked us to sing it to her and so there's like every time I hear that song I imagine that night when a group of us were standing around her bed holding her hand oof. singing the song to her um, but there was a point where we were sitting there and we are kind of you know reminiscing about things and uh, I reminded her about like I was like oh mom remember this that I did like back in school and she looked at me and she said something along the lines of like, you were always such a horrible little boy. <laughs> oh, no. And she didn't say it like with her like in with a, a laugh. Or a jo- it didn't seem like in a jest. Oh. She just said like, she was like, you were always so terrible. You were, you were just, you were just so, so bad. Such a, such a bad boy. Oh. And that's stuck with me still, obviously. And I think that's part of the unresolved stuff. I get it. You know, though, that that's just I one part of... Well, you know that she loved you. And you guys shared so much, and like that's not her general takeaway, we, we did. surely. We did. So there's that on top of the... And I've told you this story about I didn't want to be there when she passed away. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to handle it. Uh, and so the the nurse had come in and said, hey... You know what? She's a fighter. She's not going anywhere. If you guys want to start taking trips, going home, cleaning up, go ahead. Feel free to do that. Uh, and so I went ahead and I, I went home. I'm like, look, I don't want to be here if it happens. I don't want to be here. But either way, let me go. Uh, I'll shower first. If if you guys want to go first, just let me know. And they're like, no, no, no. You go ahead and go. And so I went and uh, cleaned up and then kind of got cuddled up on the couch with the dog and just kind of sat there. No TV. Just... Sitting there, and my little sister calls me, and she says, hey, uh, the nurse said things are getting a little bit worse, mm-hmm. and mom's awake right now, and she was wondering where you were. Uh, if you want to come up, and I was like, is she going to go? They said, yeah, she's going to go tonight. Oh, I like, shit. It's like, Amanda, I don't think I can make Or this was my older sister, Lene. I was like, mm-hmm. Lene, I don't think I can make it. And she's like, I understand. Do do what you need to do. And then my little sister called and was like, you're not coming up here? And I was like, Amanda, I just don't know if I can. And she hung up on me. Wow. So I rushed, got dressed. I was like, you know what? This is I need to go got dressed, rushed to the hospital, uh, made my way upstairs, and mom was asleep, and she was breathing so heavy, like a dog panting, just <sighs> breathing heavy. And Lene was like, you know, come on in, come on in. She's uh, She's been in and out of consciousness. Just do you want to hold her hand? I'm like, yeah, hold her hand. She's like, yeah, stand right here so that way if she wakes up, she'll see that you're here. And so, you know, this went on for about an hour or so, and uh, 
And eventually, you know, Lene came over, said, "You know what? Why don't you just relax? Relax. You, you've been here. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll let you know if she starts to wake up." I was like, "Okay, please." Maybe about fifteen minutes pass, and my sister starts like telling me, "Hey, come here, come here, come here." And so I get up, and I'm like, "Okay," trying to make myself look presentable, and I see my mom's eyes are, you know, they're 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 rolling around in her head, and I'm I'm like, "Oh, she's about to wake up," and her eyelids open just slightly, and her eyes roll up, and that's when she had passed away. Wow. And. So I, I didn't get, I I yeah. didn't get the, um, yeah closure, the closure, the confirmation that she knew that I was there, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's that's what I've walked away from this situation. Yeah. That my mother told me I was a bad boy, and I wasn't there when she was awake and wondering where I was. I wasn't there. This is one of these things where like we always remember the most, the, the last thing that happened. If I can bring it back to movies somehow, it's like when the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, the, you never nominate a movie that came out in January, February. The, the Academy's forgotten by then. It's always like, that's why Scorsese and everybody tries to get their movies in on December 31st so that, you know, oh, they'll be the freshest in the... That's it's right. the same thing with humans. That's just how we are. Uh-huh. We remember the last thing that happened. Yeah. You, we can't live life like that. And especially when it comes to something as important as that. You guys had a lifetime together. How how old were you when this happened? Um, Thirty. It was five years ago. Yeah. So okay. Thirty five. So Forty two. Got it. <laughs> and <laughs> it was five years ago. <laughs> you can't r- roll up an entire life into the last time you saw someone. The last time you you have all these memories, you have all these experiences. Uh-huh. There may have been a part of her that thought you were a difficult child. Sure. That is not her summation of you, and you have to know that. <laughs> I, I, other I tried. people, I, tried. I think other people. Yeah, I think your sisters and I think your dad will tell you the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's yeah, we we can never tell ourselves that we are our own worst critic, right? Um, so that's you know <laughs> that's that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's leading or, or contributing to what's going on with me mentally. Just kind of getting back to the there's a lot of rage. Um, that the target right now mm-hmm. has been the dog. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> that that dog needs to be that, that dog. Well, no, not like that. But no, no, that, of course not. Dog, no, I would I never mean, advocate. I mean, maybe cruelty uh, towards yeah, animals. A little bit of a, unless they had it coming. A smack on the bottom. That's right. Um, but like he, whatever he does, he'll bark. Just barking. He'll chew on something. He'll, and it just annoys the piss Shut out. Shut the of fuck him. up, Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, there's there's a lot of. There, there's a lot of rage. I find myself kind of dealing with a lot of that. This is funny. This is the, this is a podcast about movies, guys. <laughs> this is a very special episode I'm very <laughs> of the Editing Bay. Uh, this is the uh, the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies, believe it or not. <laughs> sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other, uh, dissect it, and figure out what it did right, what it did wrong, and see if we could put it back together. And we invite you, our Editing Bay listeners, to take part in the discussion. Just go to Facebook, uh, editingbay.com, uh, wait, no, facebook.com slash editingbay, or in the <laughs> search function, line. put in Editing Bay, and that'll bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. You click on that, and that's where you could talk back to us. And this week, Ooh. we are going back to, um, back in the day, <laughs> and we'll call it a Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some friends of mine, uh, James, uh, who you probably met at my wedding. Yes. Jay, who we all know and love. Love Jay. Uh, Listen to our Twilight episode from last year. My buddy Shannon, and uh, I was friends with a guy named Ken a long time ago. We uh, we did a uh, web series called The Variants. Well, at one point, we used to do a thing where we would watch bad movies. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Every week, we would watch like two or three bad movies, 
And then we'd go on our blog. We had like a shared website blog and we'd review it and everybody would kind of give their thoughts about it. And one of the movies that we watched was your The Hunter from the Future. And uh, <laughs> A movie that I had never heard of and uh, a large percentage of our listening I'm, audience I'm probably pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the, the members of the audience who had heard of like American Ninja... Yes. Uh, they're probably familiar with this movie too. You were too. awake at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> on a Saturday night watching USA in yes. the late 90s. You're the hunter from the future. <laughs> it's probably on your radar. Mm. Um, so uh, this movie stars Reb Brown, who uh, played Captain America back in the, the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Um, and that's why I thought it was maybe an appropriate film to, uh, yeah. to pick for this week. Infinity Since War. Infinity War comes out in just a few days. That's right. Uh, Getting great reviews, by the way. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see this movie, man. All those spoilers no, all over the place. No, no, no. I've no. been avoiding no, the I'm shit not saying, out of Well, they, they've been making a big deal about it because uh, there are so many things that happen in this film that yeah. change things that uh, they don't want it to get out. Have you had anything spoiled for you yet? No. Yeah. No. no. Uh, I don't think anything's been leaked. I mean, okay. they just had the premiere last night, Monday night. So gotcha. I guess at this point, it's conceivable that uh, inconceivable, inconceivable that uh, we could be spoiled. But I think uh, I think people are better than that. Do you think that it'll be better than your The Hunter from the Future? I don't know. It's tight, man. That's real <laughs> tough. That's that's a real Sophie's choice. So not, <laughs> I can't make that determination, nor can anyone. So this movie came out in 1983. Yes, the same year as Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, what else came out in 1983? Well, one of the uh, one of the Indiana Jones movies, didn't the, it? Yeah, that's right. Temple of Doom. I think so. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> but still, it's funny to like you. You've got Temple of Doom. You've got Return of the Jedi. Did ET came out? What 82? Was that 82 or 83? 81? I believe. 81. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Yor, the Hunter from the Future, which looks like it was made in 1973. Yes, it does. <laughs> it looks so on like bad. VHS. Um, did they even have VHS in 1973? I don't. You know what? If they did, I doubt they had it in Italy, Bulgaria, <laughs> France, wherever the hell this movie was made. Yes, this is like an, an Italian, French, Turkish production, <laughs> I believe. There's as you're watching the opening credits. Like at, at first, I see like the Italian names. Mm-hmm, and I'm going, mm-hmm. oh well, this makes a little sense, you know. That there's uh, there's that, and then I see French names. Then I see Bulgarian. I'm like, what? Who made this movie? And then the the thing that blew my mind the most, based on the book, your yeah, by like so, this was based on a book. Well, like a like a graphic novel, I think. I think it was like a, it was like, like a, comic a pulp, hero. a pulp kind I of comic so. book hero. Hey, by the way, uh, Scarface, Risky Business, Christine, War Games, uh, The Outsiders, all films that came out in 1983. Yeah, all all looked way better than this. <laughs> Terms of endearment. Um. So, so if we can, mm-hmm. let's summarize the plot of, of your The Hunter oh, well, this, for the Future. This will be fun. <laughs> what was the plot of this movie? So, it's like, it's like one part Planet of the Apes, one part Logan's Run, one like just all of those kind of everything. dystopian, everything cautionary was, tale films ev- from the 80s. Everything that was popular in the 80s, this company decided to try to throw in. You got your He-Man, blonde, clearly. blonde baby-faced hero mm-hmm. shirtless who re- resembles Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. but also, yes, He-Man or Conan the Barbarian. Uh, they couldn't pick what <laughs> time frame they wanted this story to take place in. It's both. So you've got both. You got Caveman, but then you've also got, like, sci-fi yeah, stuff going got on. Stormtroopers running around here. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, Doctor Strange, apparently. <laughs> uh, so one day, mm-hmm. this is the best that I could describe one day, mm-hmm. a little boy wakes up 
and just goes frolicking in the mountains. <laughs> like that's how this movie opens. He's frolicking in the fucking mountains. He's not a little boy just, at this point. But though. he's okay. all man, Joe. He, but he's, and he's frolicking in the mountains. He is. And comes across like an old man and a, and, a, and a girl, and they're getting attacked by a triceratops. That's right, because they're trying to kill a little triceratops baby. Because we know um, it's proven history that uh, <laughs> dinosaurs and man coexisted, coexisted for several million years. Right until yours showed up mm-hmm. and killed all of them. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he killed all just, the dinosaurs. Just no questions asked. Just <laughs> I see a big monster, I'm going to kill it. I think there's like three. Dinosaurs he kills in this movie. That's right. There's a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. At some point, he uses as a fucking hang glider. Well, because it clearly is a hang glider, Joe. There's a shot of that pterodactyl once it's been shot out of the air, falling, and it's it's obviously just like a stiff hang glider. That's with right. some pterodactyl sewed on top. <laughs> yes. Um. This is an and then movie. This is the perfect definition yeah. of an and then movie. Mm-hmm. There's no clear motivation that leads you from like there's no okay, there's no overarching like a plot. Mm-hmm. Like usually in a well-crafted story <laughs> or video game even, there are things that you're being fed along the way like little clues where it starts off at this point and then the journey takes you to these places till eventually you hit like the climax. Right. Um that's not what's going on here. It's all kind of your just accidentally stumbles upon everything that eventually leads him to being on a spaceship. <laughs> this was a tough one to recast because Joe, if you're like me, especially if it's a movie we haven't seen, I'll start adding the recast list down the bottom of my notes here. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously your has to be recast. He's yeah. the fucking title of the film, right? Uh, and then uh, this this uh, Kala Kala seems yeah. to play a big part. And then, Pag. I, and then I started adding characters that were showing up in the story that I was, oh, well, clearly this is going to be a major character. <laughs> nope. We got this blonde chick, Roa, who shows up for a, a hot five minutes, just long enough for Yor to fuck her, yeah. by the way. Yes. Kiss her goodbye, and then she gets knocked over the Do head. Do you think that was his sister? <laughs> I thought that same thing. I thought no, it was his sister. They made a big deal about, oh, I finally found another member of my race. Right. And it, he goes, <laughs> he, it's a hot second before... He's like, man, I wonder if I can get in them pants. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, that whole scene is confusing because he's been captured, right? He's been yeah. dragged uh, against his will to this cave. To this cave where the like the fire worshippers or whatever. That's right. Where they've been sacrificing people to appease their gods. And she says she's the next person to be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Well, before he, she even talks to him, she's in a robe. You can't even tell if it's man or woman. Yeah. She's got her back turned and, and he's he's looking fearful. He's tied up, right? And she finally does that reveal, that Luke Skywalker reveal where the hood comes off, turns uh-huh. around, he realizes what it is, and he just goes from like terrified for his life to raging boner yeah. in like 0.3 seconds. Smirky yore. When he notices, oh yeah. He's, he's like, like, that smirk. I wonder if I can fuck that. Yeah. Which is pretty much his, his, uh, his motivation. motivation to this, Not I, just with women. <laughs> it's can I kill it or can I fuck it? Can I kill it, can I eat it, or can I fuck it? <laughs> and if you're lucky, you could do two of the three. Or all the <laughs> <laughs> We won't tell you, you what three. You could kill and eat something, but you can't fuck it. You could fuck something and kill it, but, but you, you shouldn't eat it. it. Well. <laughs> you can eat something and fuck it, but, but don't, don't kill, kill it. it. No. <laughs> oh That's, those are good rules for life. <laughs> Kids, if you learn nothing else from the editing bay. Can we put that on a t-shirt? Like, just the three, the three things. I feel like we'd get kicked off of airplanes if we tried to wear that t-shirt out in public. <laughs> Kill, fuck, and eat. You can only pick two. Yeah, it's like that game. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're right. There, there are characters that show up in this movie. Like, there's one guy named Kai, who mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, your saves Kai. Wrote his family. name down and then 
promptly deleted it from my recast list when I realized, oh, he's not making it out of this act. Nope. <laughs> he's not making it. He didn't make it out of that, like, five-minute span. Jeez. Yes. And, and everyone is so suspicious in this movie. Like, the old man, uh, Pag, Pag, is like, oh, I left my weapons where that funny old box is. I should go get them. No, you can get them later. Finish eating your food. And, like, everyone acts suspicious. I'm like, oh, shit. Are they going to trap the old man? No. No, no, no. It was just a way to keep him there. It was a, until... And that's like how everything works in this movie. Mm-hmm. They're like, Yor, come with us. He's like, "What? okay. And he gets up. He's like, Kala, you come too. And then they leave. And you don't see what they're doing. They just go traipsing off on the beach just to get him away from the village so, so the, something can destroy the it. giant metal birds can come and uh, <laughs> destroy. But just like a bad like JRPG that's mistranslated... <laughs> Everything leads him to something else. Like, he meets that, the, what's her name, Roa? Roa. Roa meets her, and she's like, oh, oh give my medallion to mm. the Kala. She loves you, and you love her. <laughs> now, quickly. And the, this is like, this is that that, stare, the, that trope where the dying woman is like, now kiss me. Right. Kiss me. <laughs> like, I'm just Before my ancestors from the mouth, take me away. Bleeding from her mouth like, and nose, and she's like, I'm good. Kiss me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and so he gets that. The village gets fucking bombarded. He mm-hmm. just saved those people, but then the village gets destroyed, and the woman's like, Yor, will you stay? We need a leader. He's oh, like, Tatiana, no, I have to go, yeah. but you stay. Rebuild your village. Oh, you can have my father's boat, and that'll take you to the castle in the sea or whatever. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's just a whole lot of, yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of uh, just... Leading to that next thing, but there's nothing organic about it. Yours earned the power of love. <laughs> Your earned the power of sailing. Takes me away. It does, literally. You mentioned the lip sync, and we can't talk about this film without talking about. So I was waffling back and forth during the first 15 minutes trying to figure out was this filmed in English? And then. Dubbed over? Was there it had to be some stuff that language? was filmed in English. It, Most of it, I would say 70, 75% of it, looks like people are speaking English. And then, just, then they just out of nowhere, voices. Is it, so it seems like they're redubbing a lot of voices. Like I feel like if you look at the cast list, everybody here has Italian names. Uh-huh. So I'm, And the director was Italian. Yeah. So this seems like an Arnold Schwarzenegger thing where, you know, hi, I am Arnold Schwarzenegger, and this Flash is my Gordon speaking thing. voice. Yeah, they did the same thing, where they yeah. cast somebody, filmed them, then had somebody else come in and record their lines. Uh, that's what it looks like. But they, it looks, also looks like they were adjusting the script during that process, yes. too. Because, and usually you reserve the, oh, we're going to re-record a line. Uh, let, let's find a wide shot of these two characters <laughs> yes, talking. Or not maybe a straight up close-up of them speaking. Where it's an over-the-shoulder, a little OTS, as we call it. Yeah, yeah. Where um, you can't see the person speaking, but you can tell that they're speaking, and we can just insert whatever line we want here. Yeah. Oh, no. They will uh, choose a very close-up shot of somebody's <laughs> lips clearly saying something else in <laughs> maybe another language. Uh, fuck it. Let's show the person. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's pretty much... I do not have the time to recut the movie. Only, yeah, I don't think... I think they were working with what they had. Um, but it was worth it, Joe, for us to have this coherent story <laughs> they were able to follow and the motivations of the characters. And the, most, the most likable protagonist. He's yeah. He's very... He's so you know, uh, happy to just to be alive. He's always got and killing. goofy smile on his face. Mm-hmm. He's, it, I thought he was wearing a wig the entire film. Like that, <laughs> like that couldn't possibly have been his real hair. It was his actual locks. Yeah. He, um, from, from the chin up, 
looked like he was at least 47. <laughs> like 47. It's all the, that tanning bed. Yeah, but like a, the body of a 26-year-old. Oh, yeah. Um, it's an Adonis. <laughs> so that's your, man. That's, that, that's your. So we, we start off, and it's like each act is its own its own story that gets wrapped up. The first story is about Yor coming across a village that gets ransacked. That's right. Kala gets kidnapped. He saves Kala. The end. The end. Second act, the fire worshippers, where he meets the woman that was part of his people. Mm-hmm. and P- Possibly his sister. And pro- possibly blood and related. And saves her and then fucks her. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cool possibly lesbian cat fight between Kala <laughs> yeah. and Roa. Uh, that was my favorite part of the film. And then she, they, they end up getting attacked by some people. And he saves his he saves Kala and Pag, but Roa passes away. Yep. And that's that's like the downer ending. That's the Empire Strikes Back chapter. <laughs> that's right. That's then episode there's, two. Then there's the third chapter that starts off where he saves a family from a raging dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, the village gets attacked, so he goes to avenge their deaths, and it leads him to a spaceship now... where his people uh, have been living because they've been lied to by the Overlord, who says that the Earth has been. Uh, bombarded with toxic uh, waves, and That's right. it's not safe to live there. But his plan is <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> his plan is it's a great plan to conquer this world full of barbarians. Like the only thing worth having on this entire planet, <laughs> the only thing of true value on this entire fa- planet that has power, he already has. Is the yes? It's. His lair, it's where he lives. Mm-hmm. It, they don't build up that there's like been a revolution between him and that other guy until like there's five minutes left in the movie. <laughs> exactly. So we don't even see that where he's been fighting a resistance. Yeah. But like he wants to conquer cavemen. And replace them with androids. And replace them with androids. And he doesn't even want to like, he doesn't, he wants to kill them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just what? For, for what benefit? Because <laughs> they're more perfect. What? He wants to build a perfect society. <laughs> Void of any uh, life. <laughs> such a hollow plot. By the way, that last guy didn't make it in my recast. <laughs> he did <laughs> the guy because he's the last. I was jotting the down overlord. names, and then the credits rolled. So yeah. I was like, "Well, I guess we got to." I have him too. Him and the elder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, they had some consequence to wrapping this film up. So that's the story of your mm-hmm. your what? Uh, <laughs> Listen, I had to do it once. Okay, <laughs> yo, mama, I got it out of the uh, way. <laughs> all right. So your thoughts, your <laughs> Th- your your thoughts, thoughts on your. Um, Yes, I I mentioned earlier I I was interested in that little uh, the little cat fight because like you said yours is just kind of like bright eyed and bushy tailed right the world is his oyster and I'm I'm just gonna go around conquering things and or fucking them uh, and so we have this little love triangle going on with uh, Kala random chick A who he's chosen who's picked up and then Roa I guess random chick B yeah and uh, man the looks. That they give each other. Only one of us can and belong to him. It's such like a male fantasy because all it this totally whole is, film yeah. is just like uh, they're talking about polygamy and oh, in our world, men can have multiple wives and you know it's, the dude offers his wife to him. He, he does. Like, yeah. Would you like to mate with her? I thought for sure Tatiana or whatever her name was was going to be tagging along because he's just collecting pussy throughout well, this entire Pat, film. And Pag gets nothing. I know. Well, the, the yeah. only actual effective hero in this movie, <laughs> yeah, is Pat. He picks up a laser and immediately knows how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fine. He's been around a while. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. I just I, I did appreciate that back and forth where uh, clearly they were they were fighting over your, um, yeah. and uh, but no, it gets it's wrapped up <laughs> way too quickly uh-huh. for my taste. Yeah, it, it it presented too many complications. I think for the. For the screenwriter and for the director, I feel like they were. I feel like the script was being written on the fly. As they, while it was, and they were like, "Well, well what do we do with Roa? 
Fuck it. Kill her. <laughs> we only have her for two more days. So uh, <laughs> one day is going to be the sex scene. We've got to get that in. And we know we, that. And then she has to die. Yep. But right. it has to be a beautiful death. That's right. She has to say something like, before her ancestors take her. Oh, he, and she tells him to kiss her quick. Oh, this is good shit. Progressive. Is this Italian, this accent? I don't know, dude. You're doing your French uh, Sweeney Todd accent. <laughs> Which is a horrible French accent. No, it's too. pretty good. It's, no, it's actually a horrible Italian accent. I had accent. a friend of mine uh, came to see the show and was like, I both loved you and hated you in that show. <laughs> what are you supposed I, to? You're playing I, two parts. I, she's like, I hated it because your accent was just horrible. Aww. Uh But I loved it because... You were doing such a horrible accent. It's like, thank you. Thanks. I had fun with it. Uh, thank you very much. Still uh, time to see Sweeney Todd, right? At the Sweeney Pocket Todd, Sandwich the Fiend of Fleet Street at the Pocket Sandwich Theater until May 12th. Get your tickets. Yeah. In fact, uh, if you can, mm. you want to go see Closing Night. That's when we do shenanigans. Uh-oh. Yeah, we add well, a little bit off. more to the show. You can set shit on fire, right? Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if we can do that. That place... <laughs> I love the Pocket Sandwich Theater, but I feel like if you were to start a, fl- a fire in that place, <laughs> might be some things might, things might go up pretty quick. Not so much literally, but figuratively. Yeah. You can set, set the script on fire. This world is on fire. <laughs> uh, your Hunter from the Future. <laughs> yes. Um, he is my Hunter from the Future. It's, it, it, it's a movie that is um, inconsistent. To be generous, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the idea of continuity on this film no, is, no. is pretty... You have to really like bad movies. You have to like this type yes. of low-budget man in suits. It's, it's one of those movies where people's costumes will change from shot to shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Lighting will change from shot to shot. There's no respect for uh, the 180 rule. Uh, there's no respect for the 360 rule. <laughs> there's there's honestly <laughs> they were creating maneuvers on the fly in this movie um the practical effects are horrible the special effects are horrible <laughs> <laughs> apparently they were using like costumes and and uh props from like other films that were being that were in production at the time on the yeah. lot just like whatever this guy could get a hold of and, and a it, lot. It, it feels like it. <laughs> like there is a lot. The, this movie had the, the island the, they were the filmed on. The cheapest to scout because like it's like they just went to like a beach. Yeah. Like, we're going to shoot this thing on a beach. Absolutely. Uh, we don't have to pay anything. Hurry up. Let's get the shot before somebody tries to come and arrest us. There were no permits issued for this movie. No, of course not. No. This. I. Do you know how much this movie cost to make? Oh, God. Uh, no, but if you give me a moment, I can Wikipedia I am that. I'm really curious. Out. And if this had a proper theatrical release. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing not. <laughs> Although it was surprising that they released a Blu-ray a bl- version of this. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm. You know what? I did not watch the Blu-ray. Version. I didn't either. Oh, you didn't? No, I couldn't. My my Blu-ray ripper wasn't working. So uh, all that <laughs> your Blu-ray ripper was like, um, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> you don't want this. Yeah. I feel like you have an alarm. Like with, yeah. when it looks at your collection, like, I just ripped Coco, and, goes, and, and goes, now I'm ripping your what? No, we're gonna make this decision for you, Joel. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Open the your Blu-ray. Uh, I'm afraid I can't do that, Joel. How? <laughs> I shouldn't name that Blu-ray player. How? Uh, so no, I think I had to do what you did and watch the standard definition, like VHS copy. Like there are, it, it was kind of mystery science theater-ish in that yeah. there were like bands moving across the oh, screen yeah. oh, from the, great. the version of the uh, the VHS that was copied. Released in Italy <laughs> in February uh, 1983. Running time was 98 minutes. Oh, so we saw the director's cut there. <laughs> it was a little bit longer. They had to cut out uh, eight minutes Wow, in the U.S. version. <laughs> it did end abruptly. 
<laughs> yes, it did with with like, dial with like a narrator. I was watching the little button on the uh, playhead at the bottom. Like, uh, I don't know that this video file downloaded all the way because it says there's three minutes left, and we're still smack dab in the middle of the climax. <laughs> when when Yor puts the barber pole through the overlord. <laughs> What was the point? What were they trying to do? Because he's like, he's got to push the button physically himself. He can't be a hologram. What? What? What button did he have to push? The self-destruct button that uh, was. But then he ended up not pushing it. Uh, No, well, no. The old man. The other old man did. I'm still not quite sure what happened at the end. (laughs) Oh, it grossed uh, almost three million dollars in the United States. What? Not quite sure what the budget was though. It it couldn't have been three million. No, no. Um. Yeah. Yep. I don't, I'm afraid no budget is to speak of. There's no, no budget. Hopefully listed. less than the 2.9 million that it made. Um. Wow. Good for you, Yor. Yeah. Way to go. Uh. For well, it's for people who were hungry for more Star Wars, but <laughs> with less discerning taste. People and, wanted Star Wars, but with a little bit of Conan. Yeah, a little Conan, a little Logan's Run, a uh, Planet of the Apes. And it we, totally had that... Oh, uh, the time machine? Because yes. it had that whole nuclear war is bad uh-huh. and is you know, d- destroying We're gonna itself. We're going to throw a message. We're throwing a message. Yes. In. Did you expect Pag to die? Yes. Yeah, Usually like the, the entire old, movie, mm-hmm. the, if you're looking at Joseph Campbell's Journey of the Hero, the old man is supposed to die. And there were tw- 20 times, 20 opportunities throughout this film <laughs> yes. where you were like, okay, this is where he died. All right, well, this is... Nope, yeah. I guess, no, okay, this is... Well, he it, just... it was like watching Anton Yelchin in the last Star Trek movie. Oh. Like, you're just like, okay, no, this is... No? Okay, this... Oh, wow. He he did the, the, the like carnival thing on the rope to get your back to the other side. That's right. And he still survived? <laughs> he did. He turned into an actor with this 80-year-old man who was like four foot two, like... Hangs upside down on this swinging rope. Uh, is it a rope? It's like some sort of. He's got his legs wrapped. It's around. like it's an electrical cord, and is thing. able to support the weight of your and help swing him back to safety, and then dismounts himself. Oh yeah, and then well, he had to stick around Joe to to fulfill the, his destiny. Yeah, and climb into that spaceship with the other with the other with the, the the futuristic people. That's right. So that he could what? Well, no, he and your jumped in there too. Yeah, but and they what? flew away, and then that's when the narrator was like, and then Yor flew back to his, <laughs> to his caveman people. That's right. Hoping not to make the, the same mistakes, mistakes of, his, of the people that came before him. Roll credits. But will he? Yes. And I was like, That's what? the message. That's, that's, that's the narrator talking to humanity. Will you make the mistakes of uh, humans past? Do you feel like we've made the mistakes of humans? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> 20,000 times in, over. In watching this We're movie. making them right now. <laughs> oh, you and I personally? Did we make a mistake watching this film? Yeah. Uh, you know, would you recommend your no, The Hunter? Fucking co- <laughs> no, of course not, Joe. Why are you even asking me this question? Are you resentful I that I suggested wait. this film? You know, resent's a strong word, Joe, but... Um, uh, it, it is making for an interesting episode of the ending, babe. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, Your Hunter to... from the Future or mm. Suburban Sasquatch? Oh, uh, Suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I, I, th- that film had a message, had something it was trying to say, uh, had coverage, had um, uh, characters that were interesting and, and more enjoyable. Like the fight scenes in that, watching uh, the, the dog get ripped in two <laughs> by a dude in a furry costume yeah. was fun. Yeah. Watching okay. this guy, there, were, there be- was nothing fun about your the hunter from the future. Not really. No. I mean, uh, again, the cattiness between the two female characters, and the, the just the the male fantasy yeah. with which this is directed. It was where, a little disgusting. Yeah, a little bit. Fucking Italians. Hey, it's, I was just gonna say, <laughs> it was Italians, man. Show us your titties. Come on. <laughs> 
She's not going to show the titties. She's not going to show the titties. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, she dies. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember a couple of years ago, remember when uh, we were making a big deal about um, people uh, catcalling yeah. on, on the street? Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to go over to Italy and tell them that, oh, no, we don't do that over here anymore. <laughs> well, well, what do you mean? Well, what do you mean? The cat, the cat, it's, it's, it's a compliment. That's a, yeah, it's how a we... A compliment. Uh, look, hey, hey. Look at your titties. See? <laughs> How are they going to know that they're beautiful she's if smiling. we don't tell them as they're walking the, to the grocery you, store? This, you, do not, you do not appreciate the woman. <laughs> Thank God you're Italian because we can make the excuse. Make that, this isn't offensive. <laughs> One of my best friends is Italian. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right. So okay. what did... Do you have any other notes? About <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, what about that? the room of mirrors? Which um, <laughs> that had must weird, like, have been... Statues in it and I stuff. Feel, I feel like they were uh, filming um, uh, Enter the Dragon. Or Conan the, the Destroyer. Lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Could have been that set. And they're like, hey, can we borrow it for... All we need is 30 minutes. We just let me know. Tell you what, we'll put the statues in it too, so it won't look like your set. <laughs> and it served no purpose. None. It, it was None. A, a time killer, so it's like Kala, is that her name? Kala yeah. and Yor uh, are trapped in this in this funhouse, basically, and they're trying to find and each other. And then they just get out. Just... And then they just get out. But I love that you can... It is. It was. It is painfully obvious where what like what is a mirror reflection uh-huh. and what is reality yeah and so these poor actors are trying to pretend like they couldn't find themselves in this room of mirror they're clearly like walking in front of each other <laughs> yes. and i'm like there he is there she is he's, he's right there just turn around and it's, it's like no you can't tell i can see the Kala, camera yeah your like, yeah use your voice close your eyes if that's not helping you i just thought that was funny it's worth it for that scene alone what did your the hunter from the future do right? Um, you know, it's a, it's a every now and then you need a like a litmus test, right? You need <laughs> in order to see value. Right was, it see, was truly bad. <laughs> this is like zero. Uh, it's abs. It's it's uh, what do they call that? Uh, absolute zero, where yeah. where molecules stop moving, uh-huh. and that's how you can tell where like what what's really really frozen. Like gotcha. I may think things are frozen, but the temperature at which water freezes is not real freezing. It's not real freezing. Real freezing is absolute it's zero. Your right? hunter from the future, <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, sur- suburban Sasquatch is like look a mild simmer, you know. <laughs> wow. And then you know a, a film like uh, you know what Saving Private Ryan is just like boiling over the pot. Yes. Yeah. This is this is absolute zero. Okay. That's what it did right. Uh, what I thought your Hunter from the Future did right mm. is... Yeah. Now, what language are they singing there, Joe? I have no fucking clue. This is the song that opens the film and closes it, right? Yeah. Oh, timeless. Listen to that. Hard to tell what era this was written in. It's like in broken English, too. It's the also, lyrics are yes. in broken English. Also, hard to tell what language it was written in. Future. Yo, well. <laughs> I think it's German. I think it's, I think that's a German song. Yo, <laughs> well. Sounds about right. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, All right, I'll give you that. That's the best thing about this movie, because, because it fit the time that it came out in. Mm-hmm. You know, like... This this is their version of like the Queen soundtrack. This is probably the Queen of Germany or Queen of Italy right. did the soundtrack to this movie uh, because they're totally it's it had that Flash Gordon feel that like yeah. that song kicks in. There's a couple of songs that sound just like it too mm-hmm. that kick in when they're in the middle of like a battle sequence right. or like when he comes in like on that pterodactyl he comes flying yeah. in. It's like yours world, he's the man, <laughs> and uh, and so uh. that's the. That's what this movie did yeah, right. Yeah. That at least they captured 
the you know a soundtrack like Flash Gordon's that <laughs> made some sense. Uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah. What did your Hunter from the Future do wrong? Uh, all right, so you want me to pick one? Yeah. Dude, yes. Okay. <clears throat> you can pick your top three if you want. I, just that, um, yeah, it felt like such a hodgepodge. Like there wasn't an underlying story. Like you said, these are the adventures of your... That's probably what they did because I think it was based on like a, a series of, of, of books or, uh, or or comics. Uh-huh. So they just, they did what uh, that first Lost in Space movie. Oh, by the way, coming soon to an episode of the Editing Bay. That Lost in Space film from, uh, what was that, late 90s, early yeah, 2000s? Yeah, it was uh, John Hurt. Gary Oldman. Or not John yeah, Hurt. Yeah, yeah. William, oh, no, it was John Hurt. I think it was John Hurt, yeah. Gary Oldman is, the, is Dr. Smith. That's right. And Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. Young Lacey Chabert. That's right. Um, that, that film was just like, oh, we're going to take the best episodes from the series and we're going to try to cram them into one film. Didn't work for that. Didn't work for this. <laughs> uh, all right, mm-hmm. so... Man, what did your Hunter from the Future do wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no fucking plot. Like, there's no there's no story Absolutely to this. Not. There's no reason for you. Like, we get no development of our protagonist. The movie's named after this guy, and we really don't learn anything about him until mm. ten minutes left in the movie. Yeah, of, like who he is and where he's from. And even then, you kind of don't give a fuck. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. At like, that you point. still don't understand. How he came to be where he was. Fuck protagonist. This movie doesn't have a good antagonist. It does. It it, it has. Th- it has three antagonists. That's right. None of them are very good. Not counting the dinosaurs. Yeah, the the dinosaurs. Maybe the, I think the dinosaurs are the victims in this movie. <laughs> they kind of are, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah. like each of those dinosaurs are minding their. Own. They're just trying to do what nature fucking tells them to do. That's right. Like one of them is protecting their baby. You know what we should do. They're trying to hunt the fucking dinosaur's baby, and it comes in and protects it, and it gets killed for it. That's what Then happens. there's a pterodactyl minding its own fucking business, gets killed by Yor we with should... a bow and arrow. Where he got the bow and arrow from? Don't know. Didn't have it until this point. Didn't have it afterwards. Uh, and then at the end, like the, the, the dinosaur that's attacking the family. What the fuck was the family doing in a weird cave? It's yeah. probably, it's dead. That's on them. You're in its fucking home. Totally on You're invading this dinosaur's home and it's trying to protect itself. You kill it. There's They're victims. There's like a short film in here where you can kind of like do a Grendel to, to the Beowulf where it's like show it from the dinosaur show it from all the poor hapless people that are slaughtered <laughs> yes. by this dude who comes in dude your is Beowulf your, everything your touches turns to shit like everybody he saves ends up dying anyway that's true that's except for Pag and Kala mm-hmm. that's it uh, but yeah dude there's no there's no story to this it's your the hunter from the future if it's based on a comic book i mean at least even the worst comic adaptations that we've seen have had an origin story a, a, an overall plot yeah like it would have started with like footage of the overlord killing yours family but the baby being left in the yeah. woods and like he's raised by cavemen and that's why he is what he is and then like the journey leads him to get his revenge on this guy like have that overall plot going on but they fail even at the most basic <laughs> steps of storytelling. Yeah. And it makes for... It's a movie that I called an abomination. And I should, I think in my original review, it was like, it should be fucking banned. Like, <laughs> no one should have to watch so the offensive. fucking movie. It's the worst fucking movie. It's a, and I stick to those fucking words. Catcher in the Rye and you're the hunter <laughs> and from the future. A 40-year-old going back and revisiting a movie that I watched when I was like 23. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe it was because I was young and full of piss and vinegar and you know now you thought this would improve I'm older and maybe i'll be able to look at it from a, a, a certain point of view 
Um, and no, this movie's shit. It's fuck. It, it is shit. It, I think I'm kind of along the same lines as you that I would rather watch some of the other worst movies that we've ever watched on this podcast. Wow. Rather than watch your Hunter from the Future again. Elves? Yes. Like oh, elves I would watch better? Elves. Elves is funny. What about Birdemic? Watching fucking Dan Haggerty's drunk ass. <laughs> I'm, I would watch that all day. Birdemic? Yeah. There's some badness that's like worth watching again in that movie. We should do a worst of the worst like yeah, episode. Someday I agree because we I think we've seen enough truly horrible low where, budget where films. Where we rate like which is actually the worst of yeah, the movies yeah. we've watched? Because Suburban Sasquatch is is going to be near the top of that list. Yeah, and uh, or the best of the worst. There you go. Uh, no, Father's, coming soon. Father's Day, 2018. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, God, right. damn! I don't think we can watch that again, or even talk, or revisit that. Uh-uh. Having seeing how reality has played out. <laughs> That's right. Poor Robin Williams. Um, all right. So if Rest we were peace. going to remake your Hunter from the Future now. <laughs> Are words that nobody <laughs> will ever, have ever. <laughs> or should ever. <laughs> your George Toyboy Lucas has never <laughs> and will never win. Where did you, uh, how many characters did you Let recast? See. I have six. Hold on. Because I, I, I did the blind elder I'm, at I'm, the end. I need, to, I need to hit this one more time. Okay. That's right. For right, your listening maybe, enjoyment. Maybe we could play that like as this episode closes. All right. Um, all right. I've got one, two, three, four, five. five one, people. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten, eleven, twelve. I recast five people. All right. Uh, didn't do the blind elder at the end? N- no. Okay. No. Do you have a theme for your recast? Not really, no. Well, I've got one for mine. Maybe you blow through yours and I'll... Uh... Okay. Blow through your. All right. Your, so, your. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the, the Roa character. Mm, yeah. Played by uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark. Oh my God! Yes, she was my also ran she, she because looks she looks like just like yeah, her, like she she, with the like fake her. blonde wing and uh-huh. everything. Yeah, so that is uh, that's going to be my Roa. Love it. Um, and then I guess I'll go with the Overlord, <laughs> played by uh, Doctor Who's Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> yes, nice. Um, looks like him. The uh, the character of I don't know if I want to do Pag second to last or Kala. Uh, I guess I'll do Pag. Yeah, do Pag yeah. I'll do Pag now. Uh, William H. Macy. Ooh, that's great, yes. With uh, his, like, shameless beard and everything. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Kala, played by Summer Glau. Ooh, I and like that. Your the hunter from the future, played by Matt Damon. Oh. Just because, like, like I said. today's Matt Damon? Yes, today's Matt Damon. Just because, like I said, there's this weird, like, age to your Like, Red Brown has a certain, he looks older than he probably is. And so I imagine putting like Matt Damon with his now old Matt Damon face, oh yeah, with like a bleach blonde wig, and have him running around, <laughs> you know, super cut, super cut. He mm. could get there again, yeah. Steroids so do there you go. magical things to the body. This whole thing directed by Thor: The Dark World's Alan Taylor. Oh, okay. Oh, and why that one? Because uh, I thought that Thor Ragnarok was too good for this. Yes. And I don't think that Kenneth Branagh would no. touch this with a 10-foot pole. No, he wouldn't. And he if would... he did, he would insist on playing Yor. <laughs> he would. <laughs> and he would be doing a French accent. <laughs> I am Poirot. I am Yor. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> I yeah. Still, I still like that film. Uh, so give me, give me your theme. So my theme... Give um, it to me, baby. Well, you mentioned... Uh, that um, this film was inspired. We're doing it this week because it was inspired by Captain America. Yes, sir. So I'm taking the cast from Captain America, the first Avengers. Okay, cool. And, uh, or just first Avenger. The first Avenger. That's yeah, right. Singular. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Although there are multiple... Captain America's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the blind elder who shows up at the end. That was such a fuck you laugh that you just gave. <laughs> no, it was me you. trying to uh, trying to concentrate. I can't read. I'm not a multitasker, Joe, so I can't control, read. Control, control. You must learn control. <laughs> But they're my friends. I have to go save them. 
<laughs> what does he say? What's that line that he just like spits out? In, oh, uh, uh, oh, my um, friends are in trouble. I have to save them. No, no, it was, he's like uh, rushing to get that line out. Luke I feel Skywalker. the conflict within you. Let go of your hate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, no acting coaching. I've spent needed. the past six years with puppets, so please <laughs> go easy on me. He gets better. You, he does in get that better. act within that act. He gets better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just that oh. that delivery. I feel like I'm like really, Mister Marquand. You remember that's the best take you got on oh. that. You remember uh, a few months ago when they were talking about? Oh man, Last Jedi. His, his performance is so good. There might be uh, like Oscar. Yeah, there's Oscar talk yeah. about Mark Hamill. Looking back on that now, do you do you feel no. like that was no no? You don't think he did a no. good job? I thought he did a good job. I don't think it was Oscar worthy. Uh, no, no. But and uh, watching him at the Oscars was fucking painful. Oh no, why that bit between what? him and uh, Poe Dameron and oh, uh, what's the name part. that played Rose? It was the three of them did a bit on stage, and Uh-oh. it was so fucking awkward. All, all of those Oscar bits are always so just like, but oh, stop writing. And just been, it could have been fun. You know, it but, been good. But you know what pisses me off about it? They always make a big deal, and in fact. Jimmy Kimmel even had to say at the beginning of this one, all right, we're going to be tight on time. There's going to be a big one. So we're asking everybody to keep it to 90 seconds, your acceptance speech, right? Yeah. yeah. And nobody's ever going to do that. And, and that's unfair. We've got to make room for all these skits and all these painful dad jokes that everybody has to trot out uh, before we just just get to the shit and then yeah. let people don't have to play them off the yeah, stage. We don't have to do we don't have to do sketches. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, so Tommy Lee Jones, the blind elder, nice because he shows up quickly at the end. Pag, uh, how about What'd Stanley Tucci? <laughs> Stanley Tucci, I love it because he played uh, who was he? He was the doctor. That's right. Who does die in the first adventure? Uh, Ina, a good man. Ina. Uh, is the blonde who uh, we didn't really talk much about her? The she other was blonde also chick. in Lord of the or Game of Thrones. Yes, uh, Natalie Dormer. Yeah, very good. That's right in Game of Thrones uh-huh. and in uh, uh, she played uh, Marjorie Tyrell. That's right. Uh, and then our, my top three is the Overlord, one with Hugo Weaving, of course. Oh yeah, uh, Kala, of course, going to be uh, Peggy Carter, uh-huh. Haley Atwell, and then uh, yeah, your is uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans is your. That's some good casting. Man. Your first adventure. <laughs> If you have any thoughts about your the hunter from the future, uh, if you've happened to see this movie, Oof. there's uh, if you have a recasting for it or any thoughts about like if you want to defend this movie, I welcome you to do so. <laughs> Talk to us uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash editing bay, or in that search button, uh, put in editingbay.com button search function. Sure. Uh, go ahead and put that in, put editing bay in there. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. That's where you can talk back to us. Uh, and if you have ideas for movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future, you can go ahead and put your suggestions there. We've also have we've also have we we've also, also have, has we also has has ourselves a website, right, Joe? We sure do. It's not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It is editingbay.com. When you go there, please bookmark it, by the way, because um, anytime you want to know anything about the editing bay, oh, what's our Facebook page? How do I get there? Oh, we have a handle, a little link there. What is our Twitter handle? Well, it happens to be at the editing bay, uh-huh. but you can find that out on editingbay.com. Also, you can find all of our past episodes in a little episode section there. You want to support the show? We still have t shirts for sale. Please buy one there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, all things Editing Bay on EditingBay.com. Cool. Uh, leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app. Uh, just go ahead and uh, and find the Editing Bay. You probably already have it because you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, but go ahead and find us in the search function there. And uh, you can give us a five-star rating and a review. Let us know what you like about the show and then share it with your friends. Um, and if you have a uh, Android, you can subscribe to us. Like from your? But, yes. The Androids the that Android take over? People that, that were like... Did, okay, so did you pick up on that? It's like, he, they need your semen. 
they need your yes. seed to create. Yeah, that was so basically. Yor was supposed to fuck he was these just androids. A, yeah, so weird. <laughs> um, all right, those so, Italians. So guys, uh, leave us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that, and uh, and we'll grow the show. Like it. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. The the podcasting uh, podcast republic and podcast addict apps. You can use those on your Android to search the iTunes library and subscribe to us there. So what are we going to do next week? Well, Joe, uh, we lost we lost a couple of uh, famous actors this past week. Yeah. Um, and so I, I am undecided. So I think we're going to do this in real time. And you oh, can God. help okay. help us decide who's more important. <laughs> no, oh, but, boy. Let's not say that. All right. This is going to be tough. But, uh, of course, you know, uh, Arlie Ermey lost him about a week ago. I uh-huh. know him from uh, Full Metal Jacket fame. The Frighteners. The Frighteners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then just a couple of days ago, you heard about this? We lost uh, Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. Mini me. I thought was already dead. Oh, did you really? Yeah. They don't seem to have long lifespans. They? Ironically. What do you mean they? <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to call them now, because I, I get I got castrated when... Uh... You just call them Vern Troyer. Okay. No. And, and call them, you know, I call think little Peter, people. Peter Dinklage. Are they little people? Are they? That sounds more derogatory. Are they diminutive in stature? <laughs> they, they might be. Some are. <laughs> um, so but yes, hard. mini me. So uh, we could we could choose a a, a mini me movie, mm. or we could choose a uh, an early Ermy film. Mm. Is that what you want to do? The, <laughs> was there another actor who is, died? Because you know they come in threes. Is that what? You, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. All over all over my face. Um, and I, I do have a third wild card, which was, is I thought there was a third one. Nobody that who died. Mm, if so, not that I know of. Oh wow. Okay. Well then, never mind. Or I could just Your. go totally left field. <laughs> Not do either of those and do a movie that that I've been wanting you know what to they do. Should do we should mentioned. we should have recast hmm. with the characters from Winnie the Pooh, and Eeyore, Eeyore Hunter from the future. <laughs> oh, there's a mashup. <laughs> it just moves, just moves really slowly. <laughs> he gets eaten by a dinosaur in the first act and Not the end. That anybody cares. <laughs> roll, roll credits. He's just Eeyore running around with a loincloth. <laughs> yes. Uh, and a blonde wig. Oh, I love that. Oh, fuck. I should have done that Should have, could have, would have. Uh, all right. So, wow. Vern Troyer or Arlie Ermey. Mm-hmm. Or none of the above. Uh, I know. Do you want to let the let the listeners decide? You know what? That is a great idea, Joe. Yeah. That's uh, what we'll do. We'll put a little poll on Facebook and Twitter. So go there. You can vote twice. We don't care. You um, know what? And then when you vote, leave a comment and say, like, which movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then we'll we'll just override them with whatever we want to do. Anyway, our life is in your hands, dudes. <laughs> he asked me to repeat that. Our life is, is in, in your, your hands, hands, dudes. That's a great idea, Joe. Thank you. There you go. Next week, you, the listener, get to decide whether it will be a Vern Schreuer, uh flick or a Spike Lee joint. No, uh, early Ermy joint. Ar- Arley. Arley Ermy. Arley Ermy. Arley Ermy. It's confusing because I used to say Arley Army. You make, you make it sound like a fucking rapper. And so me. I'm early Ermy. <laughs> what up, yo? Uh, there you go, guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Editing Bay on Facebook. Uh, are you going to have it on the website, editingbay.com, or just put it on the no, Facebook, Facebook page? Facebook and Twitter. All right, Facebook page and the Twitters. Uh, what are we on Twitter again? Editing Bay? Or at the, the Editing at Bay. the Editing Bay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us for yeah. this discussion um, about mental illness <laughs> and, and your Hunter <laughs> from the Future. Very special which, episode. Which somehow kind of fit one another. Yes. Um, Jeff, thank you very much. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.
been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.